from Phase Marketing, this is the Market Invaders Podcast, where we teach you how to dominate your local market. Welcome to the Market Invaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ren and Caleb. Today, we're going to be talking about eight red flags to look for when working with a small business marketing company. Caleb, do you want to start it off? Yep. Number one, this is the most important one in my opinion, uh, an SEO company that does not offer you local exclusivity. If they are a local organic SEO company and, and are not willing to say that I'm going to give you a complete exclusivity within your local market per industry, hang up the phone, walk away, leave that situation because that is a major conflict of interest. For example, two plumbers in Columbus. They both come to me. I can only take one in good faith because I can only rank one at the top of Google. There is only one spot at the top of Google. So ask them when you're in a consultation uh, with a different SEO company or whatever, say, hey, do you have any of my competition in your portfolio right now? Are you already trying to rank uh, someone who is in my industry and within a 25-mile radius of me for the top spot in Google for local keywords? If that answer is yes, do not do business with them because you're already in second place and you haven't even started. So just make sure you ask those questions. Again, it's number one, do you have a business in your portfolio that uh, is in my industry? And in a 25-mile radius and is trying to rank for local keywords. If any of those three are yes, walk away. So the second one is the devil is in the contract details. Um, just as what you said there, you want to make sure that you have local exclusivity in your contract. A second thing that I think is most important is um, making sure that you know the contract length. So is are you um, hiring that agency to be month to month? Uh, for a three-month period, for a one-year period, you have to make sure that you're looking through the contract to make sure that you're going to be comfortable with what you're going to be paying for. Um, also, you want to make sure that they're not making any guarantees. Um, for example, there's a lot of SEO agencies that say, I guarantee you number one rank. Simply, that is not possible because they don't work for Google you cannot guarantee anybody to rank number one. So making sure that those sort of things um, that aren't completely in the agency's hands aren't being promised in the contract. That's point number two. Point number three, uh, bad communication skills. They don't communicate effectively with you or their existing clients or whatever. Uh, If they are not informing you at least once a month about the progress that's being made, the new backlinks, the new blog, whatever it is, showing you something uh, at least once a month, uh, weekly or biweekly, preferably, uh, to show movement, uh, then that that's, a bad, that's just bad communication skills. That leaves uh, the client in the dark. Uh, they don't know what's going on. All they know is they pay x many thousands of dollars a month to some company somewhere that company ghosts them for six months and maybe they're doing good work and you rank in six months and it's all good and you can you know hey no problem forgive you for not talking to me because i'm ranked and i'm raking it in but more more than likely if they're not communicating with you they're not a quality agency frankly uh, because if they had something worth communicating, they'd be sharing it with you. So you feel comfortable, so you don't get nervous and get cold feet, and I'm going to pull out of the project. So uh, 
communicating uh, between uh, the client and the SEO provider is incredibly important. Uh, like Ren said, it's it's going to take a little longer to be ranking. So a lot of con a lot a lot of SEO companies like to lock people down in twelve month contracts. Um, not something we do here. We're month to month, but uh, there that happens because it takes so long to rank three months, six months, sometimes 12 months to see revenue generating performance. That doesn't mean that there isn't improvements every single month, every single week. Uh, they should be sharing that with you. For example, if you have 40 keywords and three of those keywords have improved uh, two or more positions that week or sometimes 40 plus positions that week or whatever it is, that positive movement, the green arrow going up instead of the red arrow going down. If they're not showing you uh, that Google is the Google's algorithm is beginning to better understand your website and that your uh, experience is something that Google is looking for and that you're ranking higher and you see your investment paying off. Uh, those are that's all just big red flag if they're not talking to you about that for an extended period of time. So it's something to keep in mind. And I would actually add to that if they're not showing you the performance, um, I would actually be concerned that your performance isn't going very well. And a good way to be able to tell if your potential agency that you want to maybe work for, um, to be able to tell if they're going to be a good communicator is how quickly they're going to respond to your consultation or any questions that you have leading up to actually being a client for them. Uh, so that's an important thing to keep in mind as well. So number four is non-responsive design. I think today more than ever, and probably tomorrow it will be even more important in the next day, is how responsive is the website that you're creating? Because as you know, the as the world changes, um, more people are going to be on mobile, more people are going to be on tablet, and less people are going to be on desktop. That's just a general statement. So you want to make sure that whoever is designing your website, or if your website was already designed, that um, it's completely compatible with all different devices so that that user experience is pretty congruent um, across the board. Definitely some good points there, Ren. Uh, so moving here along, uh, number five, uh, we're going to talk about uh, portfolio. They should have it. They should show you past performance, some testimonials, some references, some reviews. Uh, the online chatter uh, should be positive, overwhelmingly positive, ideally. Uh, and if they ask you for a portfolio, they should give you one and it should be extensive. And if you have any questions in regards to that portfolio, they should answer it honestly and truthfully and quickly. All of those are big, big potential red flags if any of those things go poorly. Uh, because Google is getting really good, so is Yelp, so is Facebook, about making it very difficult to hide yourself if you're a bad company. Uh, because online reviews, you just can't remove them. You have to dispute them, and then Google then goes into an investigation process after you read a ticket and see if it's a legitimate concern or not. Generally, if a bad review is left, then uh, they probably earned it, and uh, it's going to be there for the long term. So make sure you're looking at those online resources. Make sure you're asking for a portfolio, and make sure that that company is sharing that portfolio with you describing what the success metrics are, educating you on what's going on uh, within that portfolio and educating you on, on for your company uh, and, and the audit that he's performing or she's performing on you. Um, 
all of those things, just make sure that they have a really solid online presence. Do they create educational content? Do they have a social media presence? Are they active there? Do they have good reviews, good testimonials? Were they referred from a previous business owner uh, to you? Uh, all of those things, just you know, really do your homework here because you're, you're investing in a relationship with a company for at least the next year. So you do not want to get in bed with the wrong company here. That kind of plays in hand with number six, which was for all of the conversations from one to five, all of those things are questions that you should be asking. Number six is to make sure that the SEO agency or the marketing agency that you're working with is asking you questions. And even if you're in the same industry as somebody they may have worked with in the past, say you are that plumber in Columbus and you're a plumber in Cleveland or they've done work with a plumber in Cleveland. That's not going to be the same SEO strategy. So you have to make sure that you're asking or they're asking you questions about what is your local audience look like? What's your target market? How competitive or what sort of competitors do you anticipate it being pretty tough to work against? Um, those sort of things, just so that the SEO agency should have a, as good of an understanding of your market as yourself so that they can start ranking you on Google for those certain keywords. Yeah, I would, I would, an extension of that point would be, uh, make no mistake, good SEO people are salespeople. They're marketers. Uh, a lot of the time, people in our industry, the SEO industry, they get sidetracked. They think they're engineers, they're tech people, they're, they're, uh, they're coders, they're, te they're very technical. And while all that's true, that skill set is, is required, frankly, for this industry, it does not mean that you don't understand the sales process. It does not mean you get a free pass in understanding the product or service that you're promoting on behalf of a client. Uh, all of those things are an absolute must. Um, if you've ever taken a sales class, the first thing they teach you to do is uh, learn what you're selling, understand what you're selling in, uh, in very intimately. And after you do that, what's the first thing you do after you have some rapport? You start asking questions. So uh, definitely some things to consider there. So number seven here is understanding what you're buying for. Make sure it's clear-cut pricing. Uh, you understand uh, exactly what you're getting every single month, and you should be getting something every single month, if not multiple things. You understand what your team is doing in real time, if possible. They're giving you access to information, access to dashboards, access to you uh, as the SEO company. Your client should have access to the SEO provider in a variety of ways if they have any questions, concerns, issues that arise. Uh, and also the, the SEO provider should be communicating back with the, uh, with the, with the client as well, uh, just to let them know what's going on and all those type of things. That should all be part of the package that you're getting. If they're not itemizing, uh, this is everything that you're buying, how much is going towards what, why you need all of these things. Uh, if they're, if they're not making it almost product level simple for you to understand, uh, that's a lot of red flags. I hear a lot of clients that uh, flee bad marketing agencies come to us. Uh, a lot of objections out of the out of the gate because they've been burned before. They have a bad taste in their mouth. Are do not hit me up with an unforeseen cost. Let me know before you start spending my money. I don't want to be like a bad body shot at. I don't want to be like a bad body shot out here, uh, fixing your car without letting you know and just charging it to your car without your consent. 
All of these things require your consultation, require your education to make sure that you are on board and fully aware of what you're getting so you uh, you can enjoy that long-term growth with uh, your SEO company uh, as a relationship grows and as your business relationship grows and with the relationship as it grows, so should your revenue. Transparency is really the word that we want to focus on here. Is it clear-cut pricing? Are you getting access to dashboards? All of these things that are really important and making sure that the customer or the client is informed, which is you. And if the SEO agency is not keeping you informed or like Caleb said, if it's an hourly rate and they're just charging your card without your consent, you have to be concerned about those sort of things. So number eight is going to be poor design skills. The first thing that your client is going to see is going to be your website. So you have to make sure that if you already have a website right now that looks pretty poor, it looks like it was on 1980 HTML and is flashing by now everywhere, um, that you want to get that fixed. Because a lot of your SEO ranking is going to be user engagement. How many people are going to your website and leaving right away because it looks so bad? Or how many people are going to your website and staying there and checking out multiple different pages? So it's really important to have that really strong design and you're, convert, you're converting everybody that's coming to the website. Uh, obviously, it's going to be pr a pretty low count. So if 100 people go to your website, if you're converting at 10%, so 10 of every 100 people that show up to the website are going to be a client of yours or a customer. Uh, that's a pretty good metric. Uh, but just find out what the industry standard is. And so you'll be able to know if the customer thinks that your website looks good or not, just based on what's the industry say. So look at plumber websites. Um, do they usually convert at that certain percentage? And if you're not converting there, you need to make some changes to your own website. All right, so those were eight red flags to look for when working with a small business marketing company or looking for one. Uh, I'll just run through them again here real quick. Number one, they do not offer local exclusivity. Make sure that whatever company you work with offers local exclusivity for local SEO. Number two, murky contract details. Make sure they're not locking you down for 12 months and you don't understand that. Uh, number three, bad communication skills. They're not sharing their progress with you either because there is no progress or uh, they're just not good at communicating with you. Make sure that they're sharing what's going on with you because you're paying for it. Number four is non-responsive design. Uh, that's just making sure that everything's optimized effectively for your visitors and that Google loves you, so do your customers. Make sure that that's what's going on here. Number five is uh, looking at their references, looking at their testimonials, asking for our portfolio, going over it with them, uh, making sure that they're answering any questions or concerns you have. Uh, that point is all about transparency. They need to have it because SEO is a major part of your online business. Uh, number six, they don't ask any questions for you. They're not masters of what you're selling or what services you provide. They need to be, and they need to ask, they need to be asking you questions to educate themselves. If they're not asking questions, that's a big red flag. Number seven is clear cut pricing and a good understanding of what you're actually paying for. Uh, again, that's another sub point of transparency to make sure that you completely understand what you are getting every single month, every single week, every single two weeks. Uh, Here's the progress. Here's what you're paying for. Here's what's included every single month. If they're billing you a month, you should know what you're paying for because that's how you understand your return. And the last one, number eight, is poor design skills. If they have poor design skills, your entire online experience will suffer. 
even if they're SEO people and they're technical, they need to be salespeople also. They need to have decent design skills because the current generation of uh, customers demands it. So that's all we had. So thanks for your time. This has been the Market Innovators Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you have a business question, get it answered on the podcast by visiting phase-marketing.com. That's phase-marketing.com. Thank you.